game preview for Gonzaga Nation SI here. We've got Gonzaga obviously in their seventh Sweet 16 where they take on an opponent from the SEC, the Arkansas Razorbacks, 27 and 8 on the season, 13 and 5 in a really good SEC conference. Um, and they're coming in playing extremely well. They lost five of six games in December and January. And since then, they've only had three losses. Those three losses uh, against one common opponent that Gonzaga shares, uh, and that would be Alabama. It was a 67-68 loss in Tuscaloosa. Um, and that's a common thread with this Arkansas team is they were great at home, undefeated actually at Bud Walton Arena, struggled a little bit on the road, even though they were still, uh, you know, top tier of the SEC in 27 and 8 on the season. The other losses that they had towards the end of the season would be at Tennessee. Obviously, Tennessee is a really good basketball team, a three seed that was knocked off by Michigan to advance to the Sweet 16, but they lost at Tennessee 74-78. Uh, and then they also lost to Texas A&M during their incredible streak and run through the SEC tournament before they lost in the championship game of the SEC tournament and Buzz Williams went nuclear on not making the NCAA tournament. Uh, they're trying to make the most of it by making a run in the NIT, but uh, Arkansas is a really good basketball team. They remind me a little bit of uh, Memphis, who Gonzaga just beat, and the reason I say that is just because of the size that they have at the wings. Um, they've got really good size at the wings and not just size, but, you know, length, bulk, physical um, attributes that uh, has given Gonzaga some problems in the past. Although I think, you know, this team doesn't worry about that physicalness and that size on the, on the perimeter as much as Gonzaga teams in the past, um, because Gonzaga has great size. Andrew Namhart about six, four for a point guard. He's big. Uh, you look at Rajir Bolton, um, he's about 6'3 as a combo guard. Uh, and then Julian Strother has great size at the wing. And then they come in, uh, Gonzaga with Hunter Salas uh, on the wing, who's got good size. Anton Watson a little bit at the three, a little bit at the four, obviously a, a athlete with good size. And then Nolan Hickman, uh, backup point guard, freshman, about 6'2", but he's got tremendous quickness and uh, anticipation that kind of, really allows physical guards uh, to, to not have an impact on him as much as um, maybe the potential could be. So um, I think this is going to be a tremendous basketball game. We'll quickly look at the roster and how Arkansas wants to play. You know, they, they want to get up and down. I mean, they average in the upper 80s points, so they're not going to slow it down by any stretch. They will slow it down in the second half when it's quote, winning time, and they will run the same play over and over again with some wrinkles on the weak side or, or a different action to get into the main action. Um, and they do this because Eric Musselman, their, their coach, who's doing a tremendous job, has such a great NBA background. His dad um, coached in the NBA for years. Uh, Eric Musselman actually has a WCC tie. Went to University of San Diego um, before kind of kick-starting his coaching career in the professional ranks, but he is coached in the CBA. He's coached in, in the, the D league. Uh, he has coached, uh, in the NBA as an assistant. He's coached, he's been a head coach in the NBA for the golden state warriors. So this is a return home game for him by being in the Bay. He's been a head coach in, 
uh, with the Sacramento Kings. He wanted to go back to college and learn that game, and he's done a tremendous job apprenticing under Herb Sendick and Johnny Jones, both at Arizona State as well as LSU. Got his first opportunity at Nevada, turned that program around in no time, uh, and then he is now in Arkansas. But when you look at how he's built teams, because of his past uh, experience with minor league professional basketball as well as the NBA, He's not afraid of mixing and matching a roster on the fly and putting it together. And I think that's one thing that really helped him turn around um, turn around Nevada. He was active in the transfer portal. He got the right transfers. Um, and then he put those pieces together really well. He had the Caleb, uh, the Martin brothers um, who transferred in from NC State and then had a great run in Nevada. Jordan Caroline had a great run for him at Nevada. Uh, he had a number of other transfers that really maybe – didn't fit as well as they would have liked in their first stop. They found a great home in Nevada under Eric Musselman because one, a couple things that he does well is he develops players, he defines roles, uh, and then he gets those guys to buy into those roles so that the team can succeed. Um, they'll, they typically aren't going to play more than eight guys, um, and he's going to ride his guys heavy minutes once he kind of really kind of figures out the rotation that he likes. But um, with that being said, he's got a talented roster this year. Four players averaging double figures, led by J.D. Note, um, who scores at about 18 and a half points per game. He's also uh, nearly five rebounds a game, almost four assists, um, around the two steal per, per game mark. But he can be a wild card. He can get it going, but he can also struggle shooting it. About 40% from the field on the year, only around 30% from three, uh, but he puts a ton of foul pressure on the defense. He, he attempts uh, over five free throws a game, which for a guard is pretty darn good. So um, he, he is going to be a handful. It'll be interesting to see who gets who gets that assignment for, for Gonzaga. Is it Julian Strother? Is it Rajir Bolton? Um, we'll, we'll see what that one looks like. But push comes to shove, end of game situations, the ball is going to be in his hands. And I would expect and I would anticipate um, it to be a side pick and roll um, because that's what he – Ran a lot down the stretch of close games with Nevada. Um, that's a staple in the NBA and with his NBA background. Um, he'll find something and keep going to it until the defense stops. He'll find a mismatch that he feels is in favor of his team, and he'll keep going to that. So uh, it'll be interesting to keep an eye on that part of the chess match between Eric Musselman and Mark Few. Uh, a couple other players that they have in, in uh, double figures, Stanley Umudi. Uh, really active, uh, 6'6", averages about 12 points a game, five rebounds. Had a really nice game uh, in the second round uh, in their win. Uh, so Gonzaga is going to have to keep an eye on him. Uh, Adios Tony, I believe I'm saying that right, a senior, another transfer. Um, J.D. Note was a transfer. Moody was a transfer. Uh, Coach Musselman does such a good job of blending those guys. But he averages nearly 11 a game, um, big Strong, physical, active wing. Uh, and then your, your fourth scorer that's in, in double figures. I think he has a chance to pose a problem uh, with his activity level for Gonzaga's interior. And I say that um, not saying he's going to dominate Gonzaga's interior, but Gonzaga's interior has got to be ready to play. You've seen, uh, you saw what Drew Timmy, Chad Holmgren did against a great interior player. 
uh, in Memphis with Jalen Duran. But uh, Jalen Williams, maybe not as big, maybe not as led, as athletic and bouncy, but he's pretty dang good in his own right. 6'10 sophomore averages close to a double-double, over 10 points, and then it's just a shade under 10 rebounds a game on the season. He's active, blocks a lot of shots, goes to the offensive glass, good in screen dive situations. So Gonzaga's going to have to do a good job on him. And then maybe the X factor to me uh, is a guy that's started at times this year, has come off the bench at times this year. He really impressed me in last year's run for Arkansas in the NCAA tournament as a lefty um, from the state of Arkansas, and that would be Devontae Davis. Uh, averages a little over eight a game. Um, uh, he's had some games where he can really get it going and put the pressure on the defense. And then he's, you know, as young players do sometimes, he's had, had some quiet games. But all in all, uh, I think he could be the X factor in a positive way uh, for Arkansas, if that's something uh, that you're keeping an eye out for. Um, you know, Arkansas does have a couple of their bigs with great size, but they really don't play. They've got a uh, 7'3 junior Connor Vanover. Um, not sure if he's injured or not, but he hasn't played since January, so I don't. I wouldn't expect him to, to be um, active and, and involved in this game, but something to keep an eye on, um, you know, another player with size. So they're used to playing against size. So he's probably, well, he's not as active, mobile, um, not as impactful defensively as Chet Holmgren. But, you know, the thing is, is they've played against that size, that length in practice. Um, so I don't think Chet's uh, length is going to be too big of a surprise for them. The other big um, really doesn't have much experience. A freshman, um, Lawson Blake, 6'10". Um, he's only appeared in five games this year, including uh, the final minute or so against New Mexico State in the NCAA tournament. I wouldn't expect to see him play, but at least something happens, foul trouble. Uh, they need another big to kind of really bang against Gonzaga. They've, they've got some size to go to. But again, you know, I look for this to be a tremendous game. It's primetime slot on Thursday um, with the, the great CBS crew calling it Jim Nance. You've got Grant Hill and... Uh, Bill Raftery on, on the call. So that that's always a tremendous game when Nance and Raftery in particular are, are part of the call. You know it's a big one. It's an important one. They're also there, I would imagine, because Duke is playing uh, in the second game of the night against Texas Tech. And all eyes are going to be on Duke and Coach K because obviously the retirement at the end of the year, um, CBS and the NCAA tournament is going to be following that story closely. I would look for... Duke to win that game and set up a possible rematch from the game in November back in Las Vegas where Duke uh, beat Gonzaga. They didn't beat them handily, but they, they were in control most of that game because they jumped out on Gonzaga early. So uh, Gonzaga fans have that to look forward to, but they can't overlook a really good Arkansas basketball team. As I mentioned, 27 and eight on the season, 13 and five in a really good SEC conference and they play their best basketball, as I mentioned, uh, down the stretch. After that December-January um, blip where they went five, lost five of six, they have been as good as anybody in the SEC. So looking forward to watching the game. Um, like, subscribe, follow, and review us for Gonzaga Nation SI on all platforms.